This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. Jeffrey, it is episode 87. We are keeping the train rolling, Brett. We are, Jeff, because I am not, wait, I am going to promise you right now, I'm not editing this episode. Really? I do not have the time to edit this week, Jeff. I will keep my words measured, Brett, All but right. still excited. Jeff, in this episode, we have, as always, <laughs> Waititi Watch. Okay. We let you know what your boy Taika Waititi's up to. Yep. Then we got news nuggets spanning all things Star Wars. Then we got some episode nine leftover thoughts and observations from the Vanity Fair special that we discussed in our last episode. Mm. And then we get your comments, dear Moof Milkers, dear listeners, on whether the solo franchise should live on as a movie or as a Disney Plus television show. Interesting. We ran a poll. We got a lot of results. Did we, Brett? Very interesting results. And we also will preview our next episode, but I'm going to tell you about that right now. Our next episode is going to be a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge special. What? With a very special guest who will answer our questions and yours. Listeners, you're not ready. About Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So send us your questions. Um, Star Wars land. And we'll get them answered for you. Jeff, where should people send us their questions about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? That's a good question, Brett. And I just (laughs) found out about this last week. So let's get into social meteors. Email. We never tell people our email address. Uh, This was a request from at Rural Farm Boy on Twitter. Star Wars over coffee at gmail.com is our email address. Wow. And you know what, Brett? Yeah. I think... I think we might even need to go to the snail mail route. Oh, okay. <laughs> and get a and get an Amazon box. Well, Jeff, you can decide where that address is. Absolutely. We'll send it to Jeff's house. Nope. Just send uh, it to seven <laughs> eleven and I'll go pick it up. Uh, so yes, email us any of your questions for our very special guest, Brendan Nystead, who's been on the podcast before several times. He was on uh, our Star Wars Celebration preview and post-game shows uh, just a couple of months ago. And he has been to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. He wrote up an amazing piece for Wired Magazine uh, covering everything that you need to know about it. So we'll tell you about that at the end of the episode so you can go read it. And then any other questions you have, you can send along and we'll ask them next week. And Brett? Yeah. I will put, I'm going to add this Mm -hmm. as a benefit and gift to our listeners. Yeah. The fifth email that we receive Uh in regards to this question, (laughs) I will send a pin from the Star Wars Identities Tour to that person. Really? So if you you submit your address, and it is the fifth email in regards to this topic, you will receive a pin from this coveted and limited edition series Wow! from the Star Wars Identities Tour. Do you want to give us any hints about what the pin is? No. Character? Nope. Is it a character or a ship? Not or a planet? Or Actually, neither? it's both. Okay. <laughs> well, if you remember, the Star Wars Identities portraits yeah. are actually um, a kaleidoscope of other figures that, oh. are, that are that are made to make a larger figure. It's it's that type. Oh, of, like a mosaic. Uh, it's a mosaic portrait. Ah, okay. Yes. All right. I think I have a feeling that when you show this to me, I'm going to be like, oh, that. Exactly. So send us your emails to Star Wars Over Coffee at gmail.com. Any questions you have, or it doesn't even have to be a question. 
can be statement, observation, insult. And the rest of our social media is where you good move milkers can find us on social media. iTunes, search for The Skywalk, sky as in sky and walk as in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. Subscribe and leave us a review there, even though, Jeff, iTunes is going to go away soon. Did you know this? All right, we won't get into it now, but you can still use it because all that stuff will carry over to something else. So no worries there. Spotify, same deal. Remember, it's three words. Disgracebook, facebook.com slash the skywalk. Twitter, at the skywalk. Instagram, the skywalk. Jeff, we're also on Stitcher now. So look up the skywalk on Stitcher if that's what you use for your podcasts. And Jeffrey, tell us about Podomatic. You know, listeners, it just warms my heart. When I get to say this. Okay, I might edit. Because we're at Star Wars Over Jeff, we have some Facebook and Instagram feedback that we're going to talk about real quick from Rui on Facebook. Thank you uh, so much, listeners. In our last episode, we talked about 1986 as it was episode oh, 86. That's right. And Rui said, I remembered 1986, Master of Puppets. For anyone who doesn't know, that is a Metallica album. And yeah, that means that Rui's probably older than us. Uh, <laughs> next comment, Jeff, on Instagram. Shout out to Rui. We nice. love Rui. Thank you, Rui. Uh, from Instagram, Xavier. And I hope he said that name. Yeah, it's, like, it's right. It's Rui. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Uh, Xavier. What's up, Xavier? What's up, X-Man? Um, How you doing, Mex bro? He had a comment about your theory, Jeff, going back to episode 85 and also discussed a little bit in our last episode, episode 86. Here's what Xavier had to say to catch people up on Jeff's theory. Jeff's theory is Ray is a clone of Luke Skywalker created from the genetic material of Luke Skywalker's severed hand from Cloud City during Empire Strikes Back. And who did this? Emperor Palpatine. That's the real nutshell version of your theory. Wow, Jeff. that's even shorter, right? I than know. The last time you got it down to twenty seconds last episode. Now <laughs> I got it down to about six. Yeah. Uh, Xavier said, "Wow, I love Jeff's theory!" Exclamation mark. I won't read you all the punctuation, but that one was important. Very plausible, but I think Ray slash Kylo is more connected to Palpatine through blood, not lab rat Frankenstein involving Luke's hand. Meaning she's in the bloodline. That's easier to explain in a two-hour-plus movie. They already have, de- have to demonstrate Palp's resurrection, although he already explained it in Revenge of the Sith. However, I'm more excited about the Knights of Ren. Yeah, I'm with you, X-Man. Mm-hmm. From what I read, it looks like they're, they're Luke's former students gone AWOL. Yes, it seems to be the case. Um, the costume designs were early Kylo Ren rejected outfits, if that's correct. Uh, that's Xavier's comment. Uh, Xavier, I believe you are correct. Um, they're at least very similar if you go into the the art of The Force Awakens. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's where they get some of the Inquisitors that were seen in Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of crossover there for these dark Jedi characters. And, uh, and yeah, so we're getting some of that on screen. My thing is, yeah. you know, if the reason I would say that I hope – that Ray is not connected through to Pal through blood. Yeah. Um, because you know, that would mean what, like descendancy? Like Yeah. Uh Yeah, like she's his heir through Through what though? See, like, like again, like Are you are you asking I wanna... who would date Emperor <laughs> yeah. Palpatine, Jeff? I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean grandpa, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like all all I'm saying is we need to be able to show a line. Yep. And I don't think her being late related to Palpatine through blood doesn't 
really fit with the Skywalker saga. Yeah, right. It's, right. it's Palpatine has always tried to use a Skywalker right. to do all of this. Right. So if she's just related to him by blood, it's like, oh, well, forget the Skywalkers. I got my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, but here's what I love about your theory, Jeff: yeah. is you're so not precious about it. Which I think is great. What I mean oh, by yeah. that is your theory is not one of these ones that you see online where some dude, and it's always a dude, it's just like, this is what's going to happen. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, hey, this is a thing yeah. that I figured out that works. You know, you had this idea. And but then it doesn't like, have Wait, to. Wait, does my idea work? And then you did all this research and you're like, yeah, it still works. And But it doesn't have to. Right. Um, but I hope it does. Because here's the thing. That'll be exciting too because if- Let's just say she is related to Palpatine by blood. Yep. That's like a whole nother series of movies. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. So there's there's possibilities here, brother. Ah. See, we could spend a whole episode on this, but we got a lot to talk about. All right. Uh, YTD Watch. YTD! Uh, the only news we have on Taika Waititi, we told you in another episode that he is, in fact, making- yeah, This dude gets around, huh? A live action Akira movie, and the release date for that movie has actually been set. Right. I feel crazy. like he's found a way to clone himself. I think he may have. Because this dude is everywhere. Um, the release date for Akira, the live action movie, is May 21st, 2021, with Leonardo DiCaprio producing. That's not actually a surprise if you've been following this story all the way along, because he's he's been one of the main people pushing for this thing to get done. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, let's get on to our news nuggets. I give you the nugget, you tell me the sauce. These are just kind of assorted Star Wars rumors, mostly. Um, Knights of the Old Republic movie rumored. So there was a rumor. I'm not going to dig into this, Jeff, because it's still incredibly unsubstantiated. Mm. There was a rumor that a screenwriter had been hired to write a Knights of the Old Republic movie, and that apparently it wasn't even connected to Benioff and Weiss. Which is why I take that with a gigantic grain of salt, because I still think they're going to make Knights of the Old Republic. I think that's what their trilogy is going to be. You want to know what that is, Brett? What's that, Jeff? That's a packet of mayonnaise. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm guessing you, get, you don't when you, when like you, mayonnaise for when sure. You, when you, get the, you know, when you, when you get the package of mayonnaise yeah. with, with your fast food, mm-hmm. and it's like the first thing you throw away. Yeah. That's it. You know what this one is, though, Jeff? Mm. This is the one you thought you threw away. But it like hit the it's window. Still, yeah, like, and you it thought just, you tossed it out the car window. In. It bounced back in, <laughs> yeah. and you found it under the seat. Like three when you years go to later. clean it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's just funky. Just throw it out. Maybe you didn't even know it was there until you smelled something. Oh no, no, it's not. It didn't. You didn't, never broke the seal. Um, Jeff Matt Smith <laughs> has been removed from the oh, cast man, this listing <laughs> of the Rise of Skywalker. So mm. we've been talking for a while. Initially, everybody said Matt Smith was going to be in this movie. Okay, who's this guy? Um, And this comes to us from... I forgot to source it. But it said, (laughs) after confirming his role in the new film, it looks like Disney and Lucasfilm are now backtracking on his involvement in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Though Smith was previously listed on the cast list for the international website, his name has since been scrubbed. <laughs> but we have no <laughs> clue where this comes from. Not so. really is Doctor Who. Like, he's gone. Um, See ya. Yeah, I should just shout out all the news sources. Mm-hmm. Probably Fanthatracks or MakingStarWars.net or Slimo on Twitter. Hey. We have love for all y'all. We got love for all y'all. Somebody did. We're not trying to take away credit for you. Um, Jeff, here's our last news nugget. Solo co-writer John Kasdan, son of Lawrence Kasdan, 
Can, I, can we just go back and talk about the Kazdans for a second? Jeff, we've talked about Lawrence Kasdan before because mm-hmm. he was the co-writer of The Force Awakens. He also wrote The Empire Strikes Back. But you know what I forgot, Jeff? Lawrence Kasdan also wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark. Shut up. That's who we're talking about, man. What? Why is he not already writing another Star War? Anyway, his son, John, <laughs> who co-wrote Solo with him. Oh, man, you almost shed a tear on that one. I know, man. I feel it for it's you. kind of making me sad. Wow. Get Lawrence back Get in emotional. there. Get Larry, okay? All right. Um, talking about Solo 2, which we, we will Solo talk about two. soon. Um, there's a big push for that, Jeff, as you know. There's people that really want Solo 2 to happen. They've been using the hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen on Twitter. I'm on the fence on that. Well, he said... Because you already know how I feel, Brett. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, he said, beyond grateful and galvanized by the Make Solo 2 Happen energy on Twitter today. It was the one-year anniversary, by the way, Jeff, of Solo. Means so much to everyone involved, and your enthusiasm makes it possible for us to keep advocating for it. Because the maker knows there's a war story set in a galaxy far, far away that's yet to be told. And Jeff, along with this quote, he tweeted a picture of three symbols. One of the Crimson Dawn. Okay. Of Crimson Dawn, the the criminal syndicate or whatever. Yes. Another one of the Pikes. Yeah. The ones who run Kessel. Mm Mm-hmm. And another one of the Huts, who I didn't even know they had a symbol, Jeff. Of course they do, man. Yeah, man. I didn't even remember that. So anyway. That, and you know what that tells me? Yeah. That you've never played Empire at War. You know what this tells me, though, Jeff? You're right <laughs> about that. Um, this tells me something's going to happen. Like my my yeah. expectations of something happening, and we'll discuss whether it should be a movie or a television series. TV show. Who knows? It could be something else entirely. I don't know what. Dude, e- like even when I rewatch Han Solo. Yeah. This thing was made for TV. Yeah. Well, I totally agree with you, Jeff, but do our listeners, we'll find out. Oh, I'm, I guarantee. <laughs> so before we do, though, let's talk a little bit about episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Last time, last episode, uh, we broke down all things Vanity Fair because yes. they had the amazing special from the set of episode nine. Uh, a couple of quotes that I wanted to talk about here, Jeff, because... Last time we pretty much just covered the photos, which were beautiful. Yes. But there's a couple more quotes. And once you read the actual article, which was really long, uh, Jeff, listen to what J.J. Abrams said regarding on-location filming Mm. and practical effects. No, keep in mind, listeners. Yeah. Don't trust a word J.J. says. (laughs) All right. Go ahead, Brad. The J.J. disclaimer. Yeah. We'll just put that on our podcast in general. (laughs) He said, I just remember when you're in the snow on Hoth. When you're in the desert on Tatooine and when you're in the forests of Endor, it's amazing. If you put a vaporator here, there, all of a sudden, almost any natural location suddenly becomes a Star Wars location. No, Jeff, you are correct. We should not believe anything nope, this dude says. Not a word, Jeff, bro. He was in Jordan filming in a desert. So I believe that he gets it. Like this quote is, it really speaks to me. And I think to a lot of Star Wars fans, mm. because, you know, whether it's practical effects or not, you just want to buy the illusion. You know, you want to believe that you're in this place, that these characters are real, that these spaceships are real. And I think J.J. gets that. Uh, Wait, are you trying to say, Brett, that uh, J.J. is a magician? Yeah, and he should be. Because yeah, what you just described yeah. is the audience of a magician's trick. Yeah. Because you know... There's always three steps to a magic trick. Oh, really? There's the setup. Yeah. There's the turn. 
And then there's the prestige. Oh, baby. You just want to talk about the prestige, don't you, Jeff? I love that movie. (laughs) I knew you were I knew you had a motive when you started that. Now I know what it is. Should we, you know, maybe we'll do like a an off the menu Skywalk special just on Nolan movies at some point. I think so. Because um, the the thing is, I think my theory has a lot to do with that movie. Hmm. Or at least the premise of, oh, what a, right. of what a magic trick is. Right. Good point. Oh. Wow. So after episode nine comes out, will we be comparing it to The Prestige? <laughs> Listeners, if you can't tell, I'm winking over at uh, Jeff, Jeff, right Jeff's now. giving me the eyebrows. It's really good. Um, Jeff's got so much... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's got so much up his sleeve, you wouldn't believe it. And some of it, it, there's a rabbit up there, and who knows what else. There's some cards. There's birds. A couple of sabak cards. Jeff, here's the next quote uh, from I the know. article. This was from uh, the article itself, not from mm-hmm. any particular cast member or crew member. But it mentioned the reactionary, quote-unquote, neo-imperial first order, whose origins we will learn more about in Skywalker. Okay, good yeah. to know. Yeah, you know, at first glance, I was like, oh, okay, sure, whatever, of course we will. But it's like, oh, wait, their origins? Like, we haven't gotten anything about their origins in either movie so far. In no, we fact, haven't. In fact, uh, I mean, now here's my question, Jeff. Hmm. Did we get something about that in the clip that we saw from The Mandalorian? Because there... Oh, interesting. It's talking about the power void and how the rebellion did not lead to a more peaceful galaxy. Nope. You know, so does it go back to some of that stuff and connect there? Um, Here's the next quote, Jeff, which I think is pretty interesting, too. This is good news. Go ahead. Uh, No new Death Star, Jeff? Let's hope. Here's the quote. Please, From the writer of the Vanity Fair piece. Don't do it. I'm really sorry. I forgot that dude's name. But a... uh, (laughs) Our sourcing uh, skills. Uh, yeah, 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 we're a little off on that today. It says, The Resistance will face a First Order who suffered a stinging but largely symbolic loss at the Battle of Crate, and who, I feel confident, have learned something from the previous eight movies. The Empire... <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, okay. is a, this is a pretty funny quote. Oh, that's quote. good. I love what that's he wrote good. here. He said, The Empire built and lost two Death Stars. The First Order has already lost one super weapon in The Force Awakens. Presumably, it won't make the same mistake twice... Twice. <laughs> I love that quote. So I feel like he knows a little something there. I feel like he's not. Which would mean a total of four mistakes. Yeah, right? Four giant mistakes. <laughs> yeah. You know, with like they take a breather in between. It's like, fine. You know what? I'm going to. I see, I see your Starkiller base. Right. And I raise you right. three Starkiller bases. Jeff, for the, uh, for the <laughs> Death Star to be mostly built again by mm. Return of the Jedi, that means for like all of Empire, they were already like, hey, we should just go right back <laughs> and build another Death Star pronto. Yeah. Which I forgot to tell you this, but did you realize the Starkiller base is actually a play on Centerpoint Station? What is Centerpoint Station? It is a super weapon that was located near the planet of Corellia in the expanded universe. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Wow. Built by the ancients. <laughs> okay. So. Who I presume <laughs> are no longer canon. No longer canon, yeah, yeah. no longer involved. <laughs> but my point is, yep. everything that you see in those movies, yep. they got it from Expanded Universe. That's good. That's good. I hope they do more of that. Um, <coughs> here's another thing, Jeff. Okay. 
regarding the rise of Skywalker from this Vanity Fair piece. Um, another quote from the writer it says, but the stakes go even higher than that. Cosmically high. Sources close to the movie say that Skywalker will at long last bring to a climax the millennia-long conflict between the Jedi Order and its dark shadow, the Sith. That's not possible. No? You don't think so? Nope. See, that's why... In the, it, in the words of Luke Skywalker, that's not possible. See, because, again, this is another one of those quotes that at first glance, it's like, oh, don't of course, whatever. Don't word these people say. Their, their battle's going to end. But it's, it's, this is going beyond that. It's saying, like, no, the war is going to end. Like, right. there will be no more conflict between these groups, supposedly. You buying that, Jeff? Nope. I know. Because as long as the Force exists, there will be a light side and a dark side. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. So what do they mean by this? Uh, last quote from this article uh, that I wanted to discuss, and I really like this one, too. This, is a, this, this, is, uh, this reflects very favorably on Kathleen Kennedy, mm-hmm. comparing and contrasting Star Wars with Marvel. And I found this reassuring. Here's what Please she said. tell me they get it. She said, I think that Disney is very respectful of what this is. And right from the beginning, we talked about the fragility of this form of storytelling. And, of course, she's referring to the Star Wars brand of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Because it's something that means so much to fans that you can't turn this into some kind of factory approach. You can't even do what Marvel does necessarily, where you pick characters and build new franchises around those characters. This needs to evolve differently. Hmm. So, Jeff, again, this is kind of like now a JJ sounds, thing. Yeah, but where it's see, like, I think you have the right idea yeah. whether or not. In practice, that's what's happening. Yeah, but that's come on, man. Story. This is fan service, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm calling BS on this. Why? Because, you know what? Basically, you came out of the focus No, no, wait, wait, session. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Go full Stephen A. <laughs> full <laughs> Stephen A. Full yeah. Stephen A. Okay, yeah. All right. I may have known Kathleen Kennedy. She may be a good person. But what I'm going to say right here is that she came out of that focus room and said, you know what? I think <laughs> we need a course change correction. Yes, a correction of the course. Because when I look at this, this needs to be something that's real. And this time around, we need to do it right. And I've been trashed in all these chat rooms and all these little internet rooms because I don't know how to use the internet. (laughs) And this is what's happening, people. And so, therefore, I am calling BS on what she's saying because all she did was look at her lessons learned and say, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that this time. (laughs) Jeff, that was amazing. My only question (laughs) is I couldn't tell if you saying that you don't know how to use the internet was in character Stephen A talking about Kathleen Kennedy not knowing how to use the internet. Yes. Or in universe Stephen A saying that Stephen A doesn't know how to use the internet. Possibly. Or both. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit of both. So you're saying that they've gotten the feedback of fans being like, hey, you guys are trying to marvelize Star Wars. And then she was just like, "Uh, no, we're not. We've never been. (laughs) Yeah. There's no droids here. Jeff, this, you know, this is sort of similar to the whole thing about, oh, well, we actually did have a story all along. We actually weren't just figuring it out as we went along. Because, again, that's another one where I feel like she's retrofitting that. My greatest fear, man. Yeah. My greatest fear that they never had a clue. No, that's Jeff. That's like undeniable. They never did have a clue. No, no, I, st- I gotta, I gotta have some hope. That's man. why now I gotta have some hope. Thinking of that makes me believe your theory <laughs> that this comment is also like, oh, uh, fans don't like it when you say we're just cranking them out and building franchises around every character. Oh, yeah, um, we're not doing that, and Disney <laughs> agreed with me on that from the beginning. 
you know, just like the last time she was like, oh, actually, you know, we, we, we knew a lot of this all along. Like she said that, you know, Palpatine, oh, we, we were planning on bringing him in at some point. We knew that back when we made The Force oh, yeah, Awakens. And sure. I'm like, nah, I don't think you did. I don't think you did. And even the stuff that's in The Art of Force Awakens really? book, Jeff, it never involved the Emperor, never involved him. I could be wrong. Watch. Somebody's going to call us out and and use our newfound email address to tell me how wrong I am about that. (laughs) But I don't remember any mention of that. I remember the scenery of the Emperor's throne room submerged underwater and and Rey swimming through it, even though she was called Kira at the time. So you see, I remember a lot of details from this, Jeff. You do. But I don't remember any details about Palpatine. So get out of here with that. Yeah, you see, now I'm going Stephen A. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> All right, sorry. We got, we got let's to reel get out it. of Vanity let's Fair. Reel it, let's reel it back in. You want to know what, Jeff? My Vanity Fair still hasn't arrived yet. So what's going on with that? So what you're really trying to say, Brett, is you've had some pent up frustration. Yeah, man, I'm mad. You haven't I received this cover. I told my kid, okay? <laughs> I told my kid, I'm not going to show you this stuff online. Oh, no. I want you to experience it old school on paper. High gloss <laughs> paper. terrible photography in a magazine and those are the first times you're going to see them uh, and it's still not here i told you that two weeks ago manufactured obsolescence send me my magazine wow. uh jeff let's talk solo plus that's what i'm calling it because okay. you know you know dear move milkers when i put a poll on facebook it's because i have a predetermined result i'm looking for oh and you snap. you failed us here <laughs> Nobody wants to see a solo TV show. People, the whole point of this was to say, yeah, we agree with you. There should be a solo TV show, not a solo movie. But unfortunately, Jeff, we're going to have oh, to no. We're going to have to cancel everyone's We're going to have to walk it back. Just like Vanity Fair is doing to me, we're revoking your membership <laughs> no to way. the Skywalk. Brett, what happened? Tell me. So here's what happened, Jeff. 56% of these people said hmm. they want a sequel movie for Solo. They really? want a Solo 2 proper huh. film in theaters. Wow. Stupidly in May again. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's, that's what's going to happen, people. You see, be careful Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> it's going to come out at the same time of, as Guardians of the Galaxy Listeners, 3. Listeners, I've created a monster. It's going to be not that great because okay. the directors are going to get fired halfway through yep. or later. And then it's going to come out with Guardians 3 and it's going to fail at the box office. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's fine. If this is <laughs> what you guys like, want, fine. All, th- all that means, Brett, yeah. is that people enjoyed the three drink minimum uh-huh. of watching the movie <laughs> as if they were in the cantina themselves. Hey, you want to know what I did wrong last week? I went to see this new Godzilla movie with only one drink. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. Tell me you did uh, yeah. no. <laughs> Like Ghidorah. That's, dude, that might be a three. Yeah. That's definitely a three drink minimum. It's definitely a three drink yeah. movie, Jeff. I think I should have known from the three-headed beast. And I think, I think it might be better at five. Yeah. Oh, I think you need five. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you drink five. Six is too much. But f- five, yeah, I think five gets you there. It's kind of how, like basically how much can you drink while still being conscious? For I mean, the movie? dude, it's Godzilla. Like yeah. you can't, yeah, you know. No, it's funny. It's never gonna be. In fairness yeah, to know, every he, movie, like, Jeff, including <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. uh, including The Force Awakens, which the first time we saw it, we were like, "What?" And then it's like we've grown to love it. I did the same thing to Gareth Edwards' Godzilla movie from three or four years back. Really? When I came out of it, and I was like, oh, that was so dumb. How did Elizabeth Olsen keep finding herself underneath Godzilla's foot every five minutes? <laughs> Which is still true. Yeah. But it's such a beautiful movie. Mm. And when you compare it to the new one, you're just like, oh, gosh, yes. It can be so much worse. Yeah. But anyway, there is some well, great monster action and monster that, spectacle. Because I, one movie I think was even better yeah. was Kong 
Skull Island. Skull Island. You like that better than Godzilla? Oh, yeah. You know what? I, that one's also Dude, grown it, on me a it lot, It is, too. like, because they put so much emotion into that. Yeah, and, like, yeah. they actually did a decent job of acting. And you know why? Because yeah. they have good actors. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, when he commits to he a role, great. he commits. He was great. And what's the name of the guy who plays Loki? Uh, Tom he's, Hiddleston. So he's in that movie, too. Yeah. You want to hear my beef with that, Jeff? All right. Why does he always look great? Like, they literally... <laughs> It's like the point he of the movie. never looked dirty throughout yeah. the entire movie. Like, I think they had like two or three goals that yeah. they put on their whiteboard before they started <laughs> making the movie. And one of them is we're going to put these characters through absolute hell on mm-hmm. Skull Island. Right. We want you to know that you're always in danger. You're always getting messed up by mm-hmm. creatures that are bigger and stronger and, and crazier than you. Yeah. And yet, and, and so they do. But all the creatures make sense. In but the set, but every time he comes out of an ordeal, he still looks like he's dating Taylor Swift Pristine. on a beach, being photographed <laughs> by Vanity Fair. And it's like, dude, your he's hair's doing, not even messed he's up. He's doing a, a, a commercial for Polo, Polo Ralph Lauren yes. Um, cologne. Yes, you right. know what I mean. But like, everybody else, no, yeah. everybody else is bruised and cut jacked and bleeding, up. jacked up. Yep. Anyway, it is a good movie, uh, Jeff. So our fans, our Facebook yeah. fans, what do they say? Fifty-six percent want a sequel. To solo wow. in theaters, wow. as opposed to the forty-four percent that voted for a continuing TV series on Disney Plus. Now, Jeff, that's pretty close. It's not bad. Um, okay, but here are some of the comments that we I got. I mean, still forty-four percent of how many people? Uh, Five hundred. Yeah, so that's still a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so yeah. I mean, I I would say, you know, that's that is the argument. Yeah. For both. Yeah. Which brings us to one of our feedbacks. And Jeff, I mean, for all we know. When Thanos comes back, and he will, when he snaps again, it might be the 56 that go. Ooh. So, and then we'll get our TV show. Hey, and now. everyone will be happy. Jeff, the... Uh, <clears throat> All right, go ahead. People told us why they voted the way they did. Connor, for example, says, I voted for the TV series, but I would not mind a movie sequel as well. Honestly, I'm fine with either. As long as we get more Alden as young Han Solo, I'm set. Jeff, a lot of people said similar things that uh, everybody just agrees on one thing, that we all want more Solo. So you know what it, you know what it is, Brian? What? We should have given them a third choice. A third choice? What would the third choice be? Both. Oh, okay. Well, so here's the thing. Two option surveys work best, and that's what the comments are for, Jeff. So we got more comments explaining the both people, right? I got you. Yeah. Because this is really what would you prefer? Right. But we'll, well, I'll be happy with a movie, too. If they right. end up making a movie. You sure. As long as they pick it. OK. If they pick See, a director. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if you'd be happy. If they pick with a director and go with it, then I will be happy no matter what, whether it's TV. So if it's just one director. Yeah. 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 It might be it might be an Apple Watch exclusive. You can only watch it one ooh, inch by ooh. one inch on your wrist. Ooh. <laughs> uh, another comment from Mike. Go ahead. I find a series, meaning a TV series, has so much more depth, character development, and isn't rushed and crammed like a movie. Compare the entire prequel trilogy to the Clone Wars. This is Wars, what I'm talking example. about. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And now our boy Jack, he kind of had a similar comment. He said, series, he wants a TV series, since we would get more hours of content. I'm always for more content. I am always for more content. Right. Yeah. But see, our next comment, which I'd like to... Go ahead, Jeff. Um, bring out. Bring it. Is something that shows that there's some people who are just fans of Star Wars no matter what. Yes. Right? So they just want anything Star Wars. So our friend here, Chris Ryans, yep. made the comment, Solo, colon, just give me. <laughs> and the point is that he wants it. Yeah. Right? Well, yep. No matter what it is, yep. if it says Solo on it, he wants that. Yep. 
Yeah, and then the next comment was from Simon, who put up a GIF from the Disney movie El Dorado saying both, both is, is good. good. So we got a lot more comments saying both. Jeff, I think everyone, almost everyone that answered this falls into the camp that you just described. People who love Star Wars, they want more Solo, no matter what format. Maybe we have a preference. Uh, Jeff, a few crazy people <laughs> commented that they want neither. And mm. those people are dead to us. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this. You know what? Yes. This is kind of funny because there's one comment from Andrew Martini. who may be related to Wes. I don't know. Oh, which wait, is Jeff, why take, he's take, so take, scary. Take okay. Well, take you should. We should leave out the last names mostly. Oh, yeah, my yeah. bad. <laughs> I'll beat it. But uh, go ahead. All right. Continue. So anyway, yeah. What did he say? We had this one guy, yeah. and he said, "For the love of the Force, give us a new Kenobi or thirteen thirteen movie slash series yes jeff do you know what that is heck no 1313 was a video game that was in development by oh yeah Yeah. it got canceled and it was supposed to be like that was like the that was supposed to be good pretty good it's supposed to be a very deep level of Mm -hmm. prison on coruscant oh i remember i remember christopher said a series although maybe for only one season now i thought that was interesting too because i think there's a A definite sense here that this shouldn't go on forever you know, so we talk no, but about, I could definitely see three seasons. You could see three. Yeah. See, I could. I would. I would start with one. I think you could tell the story of how Han. You know, when he arrives on Tatooine. But again, three factions. Yeah. Three. Oh, that's true. Three seasons. You see, Kasdan went and screwed this up for us. You know, now he's opened up a can of worms. Speaking uh, of gambling, Tom said, "If I had a choice, a series with the same cast, because that's like a series of movies, and they don't have to worry about." There is a big fight at the end. Jeff, this I really like because that's what I'm talking that's about. That's the thing, right? Yeah. He's right. Like it doesn't have to be that the life of everyone in the galaxy is always at stake. Next comment is from Jeremy. I think a Disney Plus series where they could spend individual episodes slash seasons focusing on one of the characters or storylines Solo introduced would be a great jumping off point for the next movie. And he makes a great point. Yeah. Series first, movie second. Oh, yeah. That would be see, really We've already got the movie. See, I don't think you'll ever see Series, that. Series, then movie. I don't think we'll ever see that, but it would be fine. Um, Jeff, um, here are my two suggestions, and I think this is the last thing we'll close up with for today. All right. Um, I, have, I have some thoughts on who should make this show. We said that we were going to develop this series or movie, and it doesn't matter if it's a series or movie because the movie people won out, unfortunately. Um, but- even if it's a movie, I agree with these choices that I'm looking at. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I'm glad you like these, Jeff. So we said that we were, go- we were going to create this show yeah. on this podcast, right? That's right. Okay, so here we go. My, my first Director option. Director Brett, what did you think? Showrunner Donald Glover. Okay. I feel like this is an obvious choice. Obvious. He's involved because it's as much a Lando series as it is a Han series. In the words of millennials, so obvious. <laughs> You know what? My kid's teacher would say that. And she was like 60 and the kids were, they hated it so much. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, she says obvi, but she's old. All right. Anyway. All of a sudden the word is dead. uh, Donald Glover, because he created the show Atlanta, which is critically acclaimed. I've never seen it, but he's a really smart dude. Also from Arrested Development. Super talented and creative. Uh, No, Community. Community. He's on Community. Ah. There are not a lot of people that have the type of vision and talent and creativity that you need to just hand them the reins to something like this. But if there is, he's one of them. And the thing is to be able to focus that much energy into one specific project. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. Now, obviously that would mean Lando would always be the coolest character on screen. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> that's the only problem. But you know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. He's the he's the type of person. He might be able to bring in even bigger personalities. Oh yeah. Oh, I think so. I think if you say, "Oh, we're having this this solo project led by Donald Glover," like he's the guy calling the shots. Yeah, people are gonna be attracted to that like a magnet. Um, like, here's my thing. Yeah. Do you remember the part in uh, the ship? Um, Quinlan Voss? No, no. The the name of the evil guy. Um, Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss. Wow, pre Jeopardy. Oh, I don't think we're gonna hey play now. that today. But go ahead. All right. Yeah. So, and is he related to Quinlan Voss? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, was he in, a different species? Ship. Quinlan Voss. He's a no, no. He's human. He is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is Dryden Voss? He's, he's, he's humanoid. Got, he's got dreads. Humanoid. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's still he's still human. Yeah. All right. A- anyways. Yeah. Um, the point is the. Uh, on the ship, remember they're having like the entertainment thing. Yeah, and there's that singer. Oh, Binky in the brain. That's what I call them. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, no, no. There was like a there was like a soloist. No, but she has this little guy next to her that's oh, like a really? brain in a jar. Yeah, it's like a brain in a pickle jar. Dude, man, I didn't even see that. Yeah, Jeff, you got to get in the art of books what? or the visual guide. All right. Anyway, uh-huh. let, let, let's just say instead of the, her being her, yeah. which I'm, she did a great job. Mm-hmm. What if that was Beyonce? Oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? Now, how many people How many people would have gone to see Solo just for that? Now, does he have the guts to let her be eaten by the Rancor? There we go. Because if she wasn't eaten by the Rancor... Because, you know, Beyonce can't go out like that. No, but she should. I mean, she and should go that's out... that's the point. Yeah. You see, because she's Beyonce, you'd have to get let her get a couple shots in. But my point is, Danny Glover would, <laughs> yeah. would, be, would have the moxie... To cast her and get her to do that part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, or Rihanna. Jeff, you know well, I mean? all those people are in the Lion King remake. Not Rihanna, but Beyonce's in there. And this is one this is what I'm talking you about. Get all those people. Yeah. They're just on get the, them get them all in there. Jeff, it's just one big happy Disney family now. Embrace the Empire. Dude, they're all getting money from Disney. We're all working for the first order now. Dude, we might get a B, B, B I would I hope that one day. Mm-hmm. We're getting a check from the Empire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just dropping it like it's hot. Well, eventually, you know, they just didn't acquire. Oh, wait. Well, you know, they didn't acquire. One more cut, baby. Uh, and one more cut. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, here's my other option for running this show, for writing, producing, whatever right. you want to call it. Oops. Bill Hader and Bobby Moynihan. Okay. All right. You're familiar I, with I'm, both of these guys? I'm on board with Bobby. I don't know who Bill is. Okay. Bill Hader. Uh, he did, he was Stefan on Weekend Update on SNL. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Gonna, okay, yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. who I mean. All right. Um, he has a show now called Barry that he created, that he writes, also critically acclaimed. And the interesting huh. thing about him is apparently, you know, he can act fairly well. I don't care if he's in this series or movie or whatever the solo continuing adventures end up being. Um, but he's, you know, a very esteemed writer now. And he's a crazy, crazy film buff. So that's one of the things about him when you listen to okay. interviews. He's just fanatical about movies, loves movies so much. So I think he has the ability to do it. Mm. Bobby Moynihan was his collaborator on SNL. Um, so I'm assuming those guys get along. Okay. And Bobby Moynihan, as you know, voices a character in Star Wars Resistance. And he's a major yes, he does. Star Wars nut. Yes. Yeah. Now, and, I, I like him. And I met him at Star Wars Celebration. Did you now? He was just hanging out. Right, you didn't mention this. I know. You I forgot didn't. to tell me. Dude, how could you keep this from me? Gerard can prove it. Ask him. Oh, um, man. 
He was in a toy shop. You know, they have the Did show, you get a picture? They have the show floor. No, I didn't. I didn't want to bring this up because it's kind of a painful experience, and this is why I almost didn't okay, mention it. Here we go. Here we go. Let it go. Come on. Uh, I said hi, and he was very kind. Yeah, and I yeah, said, yeah. you know, big fan. All it's right. great to see you here. And hey, man, what's up? Right. And then I kind of like was like walking away, and I was like, oh, hey, uh, you know, if, if not, it's cool, but could I get a picture? And then this woman he was with. Very tall woman, for what it's worth. I don't, I don't. Anyway, she was just like, "Oh no, 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 no! He can't. We, we're not doing any of that. We're not doing that." I was like, "Okay, okay that's fine. It's fine. Totally fine. Totally fine." <laughs> and at the same time, at the same time, as Brett's shrinking, our pal Gerard, who I've known for many years, and your daughter's like off to the corner, who Dad? runs the Facebook group, the, the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. <laughs> Shout out to Tal Swift. Hey, um, he's walking by. And I, so I, I was. And you guys exchanged looks. I already. No, 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 no. No, it's worse than that. I was already feeling a little burnt by by Bobby Moynihan's tall friend. Um, and Gerard's passing by like 10 feet away and he's like, leave him alone, Brett. Oh. And I was like, oh, dude. So it, it just. This is just wrong. It like quintupled. It quintupled the embarrassment of the moment. That was already very painful. Thanks, Gerard. I really, I really loved that. Oh, man. I got to get Gerard on the phone. Anyway, Bobby Whitehead <laughs> was super nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Gerard. Um, oh, this so, messed up. So <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. It is, up. right? Dude, uh, I'm smiling because it's hurting so bad. Like, wow. Alderanian level blowing up of my spot, right? <laughs> it, was, it was brutal. I don't know. You know that that the wound way, may never close. I, I got to say, I feel like that's yeah. so New England. Yeah, right? It was so very New, New England. England, man. Oh, and of course he said it with his super thick That's what Boston I mean. Accent. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to spend all next celebration just trailing Gerard like Gorindin <laughs> just, just from, from 10 feet behind, just waiting for him to talk to someone famous. <laughs> like, Leave him alone, Gerard. <laughs> anyway. Oh. All right. So Bobby Moynihan and Bill Hader, okay. let's put those guys together. Let's do it, man. Get them working on a project. Now, of course, Jeff, we've only mentioned three men, and I really apologize for that. I haven't thought this But through. they weren't all white. Right. They weren't all white. So, I mean, you know, right. we're, we, we're getting somewhere. Hey, Disney, we led with the black guy. Hey, now. You notice? You see how that works? Um, <laughs> Shots fired, yeah, Brad. Wow, Jeff, look at you. Jeff, we're never going to get a check fire. from Disney. We're yeah, going to be going to happen now. <laughs> this is going to be... <laughs> This is going to be uh, getting picked for the basketball team at school, yeah, being yeah, picked yeah. last. Pick That's going to be us. We are we are picked last by default. Mm-hmm. When they're like, flip a coin, you go to that team, you go to that team. Not that that ever happened. And then, they, and then they're like, you know what? We don't even know if you should play. Here, try to make a shot. And like we, we try to shoot, yeah. and we end up throwing the ball into like the other, <laughs> right? The, the, you know, on the other side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, that's our show for today. All right. Um, we do have a shout out slash recommendation. Wait, wait, what happened to Jeffrey? Slash preview. I didn't really have enough Jeffrey questions ready. Oh. Uh, we're going to save that one for episode 89, Jeff. Wow. Oh, and then we can talk about what Congrats. we were doing in 1989. Uh, Jeff, for next time, as I mentioned, we will have very special guest Brendan Nystead, who wrote a fantastic piece for Wired uh, about his experience at Galaxy's Edge. So people, look that up. It's called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the Art of World building it is really nice people read the article look at the pictures enjoy let me just tell you real quick why i so highly recommend this not just because we love brendan and because he's a super cool dude on the skywalk periodically but there were a lot of reports out about galaxy's edge the people the media people who were let in in advance like him Mm -hmm. um and they were writing their things up but i didn't really care because the thing is to me 
there's stuff that they're looking for that I really don't care about. Right. So if you're a diehard, hardcore Star That's Wars That's what I'm fan, talking about. Like, Brendan's article is for you. Yes. Like, when I read that, i If you I'm care like, about Star Wars, if you want to be at this place, right, right. this is the article you need to read to understand yes. what it will be like. Yes. Uh, so go read that. And then any other questions you have, please let us know. Again, email us at... What is it? Star Wars over coffee at gmail.com. And let us know your questions for Brendan. We will try to get everybody's questions into him in a reasonably sane period of time. You know what, Brett? There's just one more thing I want to add. Yeah. Because, you know, I like doing this, this whole Steve Jobs thing. Oh, wait. Why well, you said it. Okay. So I'm, I want to shout out these three people. Uh, Adam Mobley, Jane Ebner. Yes. And Alfred Franco. Thank you. Thank you, because I don't think we've ever shouted you out. Thank you, guys. And no one has been more loyal to the Skywalk, so thank you so much. And you know how we know? Because we don't even know you. Yeah, so, you know, if people don't want to hear Jeff and I talk for an hour and a half, blame those three people for <laughs> supporting <are> <laughs> us <laughs> and making us feel like people actually want to hear this. So, this is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. Leave him alone, Brett!